0: Insanity and death. Those were two of the things I had an inkling I was going to hear a lot about when I first went into the rooms. Then there were some other things that didn't surprise me when I did hear about them, but were shocking nonetheless violent dads, insane mothers, child abuse, trouble at school, unemployment, prison, the madhouse, fights, regretful sex, unplanned pregnancies, regretful abortions. Drunk driving, car accidents, the death of friends, rape, murder, depression, suicide, chronic illness and hospitals. Cradle to the grave drinking. I had been prepared to pursue the chimera of controlled drinking right through the gates of death myself. When I gave up, I was close to dying, and had nearly checked out accidentally once earlier the same year. But I'd made my peace with death. I had come to believe that alcohol was the only thing that made life bearable, and in a lot of ways, it was. There was dirt, horror, and disfigurement everywhere I looked. But after one stiff drink, I could leave the house. After two drinks, the fear started lifting. And after the third drink, I'd feel like an artist. Or, to be more precise, I would see the world through the eyes of an artist. And after five drinks, well... I could take my pick of them. On a good day, I felt like Picasso. But there were all kinds of days. Imagine being Gustav Klimt in Hull, the golden light of the low winter sun at 3pm in the afternoon, radiating along the avenues. Imagine being Walter Sickert in Manchester, the violent brown and black smudges radiating from your feet and along canal towpaths. Imagine being Vincent van Gogh in St. Helens, the sky ablaze with stars. That is something close to victory, something close to beating death. They laughed at me and called me a piss artist, and how right they were. I was an asthete with a broken nose, in a stained shirt and inside-out boxer shorts, drinking the world beautiful. When you drink constantly... You become numb, slipping down into a sub-life, a waking coma. You become a chaotic ghost that exists almost at one step removed from everything else. You float through the film of your own life. You see the sublime in the augury of fried chicken bones and tomato sauce cast upon the upper deck floor of a bus. You can divine a narrative among the finger-drawn doodles on the misted windows. You can feel your destiny in hundreds of individual condensation droplets on the glass, turning red, then amber, then green. Everything that you'd worried about a few hours previously. Where will I get the money from? What if he beats me up? Am I seriously ill? Am I dying? Have I got cancer? What will she say when I finally get home a week late? Will she cry when we eventually go to bed together? Will she pack her things and leave the next day? How near is death? What will it be like? Will I scream and cry? What was it like to die? And now, after some drinks, there is just the sweet sensation of your life passing you by with no struggle and no fuss. The rope slides through your fingers with no friction, just warmth, as a balloon rises higher and higher out of sight. I have bottles and bottles and bottles, and my phone is out of credit. A Mark Rothko night. A Jackson Pollock night.